So before we get started, I want to tell a story that, and by the way, this is not a bit, this is a hundred percent true. So I was in about second or third grade and I got straight A's for the first time ever. I can't remember if it was a progress report or a report card or what, but anyways, I have I had a piece of paper, straight A's on it. And my parents, they were very proud of me. They were like, hey, tell you what, we'll take you to see a movie, whichever one you want, buddy. And about the only movie that was in theaters that I wanted to see or that had any like passing interest in was Son of the Mask. So I saw the movie, that movie in theaters. And from that point on, I never got straight A's ever again. And I think it was partially because my brain was protecting me thinking, oh, dear God, we don't want to experience that shit again. That is how bad this movie is. Guys, welcome to the Messed Up at Midnight podcast, the show whose suffering you all enjoy for some fucking reason. Uh, I'm your host, Max Steele, and as always, I'm joined by the demented baby to my zany cartoon dog. It's Michael Flaherty, everybody. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Fuck this movie. Not, not even not even a quip. Nothing. No, I got nothing, man. This movie, this movie, I'm saving. See, see, listeners, I'm conserving my energy right now because what you hear before you is the calm before the storm. Because I am not a fan of the movie. Um, and Max, uh, the fact that you have history with this movie only speaks to my dislike of this movie <laughs> what do you what did i do i was a it's, kid i was an idiot apparently <laughs> yeah it's dude i you know truth be told i saw zoom when i was a child so we're all we're we all make bad decisions <laughs> with regards to the movies that we see when we're kids but like oh my god yeah no i can tell i can tell why this is a, it's it's a trauma response you're you're next i think you have ptsd i think you have post-traumatic stress disorder <laughs> Dude, honestly, movie. yeah. Also, yeah. Seeing Jamie Kennedy in that mask makeup with that plastic hair, it's it's terrifying. It's the thing mm-hmm. that haunts your nightmares. So, guys, if you pro- you're probably not surprised that today we are talking about the 2005 children's comedy film Son of the Mask. And it's about man-child Tim Avery, an aspiring cartoonist who finds the mask of Loki. And then conceives a child born of the mask and shenanigans ensue and there's also a dog. So, Mike, how much do you hate this movie? Dude, Bucky Larson is the only thing that beats it. I'm telling you, it was fucking close. Wow. Wow. This is this is this is worse than Gotti. This is worse than Gotti. I'm telling you right now, Max. This is I want to fucking stress this. This is worse than Gotti. Do you know how bad you have to be when Pitbull in the 1980s and John Travolta doing the stank face is better? When that is a more enjoyable experience than this movie. When it had when all it needed to do was the same thing again, dude, you know you are fucking up. And that is what this movie is. It's a fuck up. And I think some people might jump at the jump at that, you know, comparison between Gotti and Son of the Mask. Because I feel like people will come and say, oh, but it's a kid's movie. I saw this movie as a kid and I didn't like it. Also, I am personally not a fan of that statement. Oh, it's it's made for kids. 
you are discrediting good kid movies like Shrek or Toy Story or one of the movies I saw this past weekend on Netflix, uh, Across the Spider-Verse. So there are such a thing as good kids movies. Why are we jumping at the defense of the bad ones when they're just not bad kids movies? They're just bad movies. And Son of the Mask is a bad movie. You took the words right out of my mouth there, bud. Uh, I'm going to be honest, listeners. There are kids comedies. Like, look, let's be honest with ourselves. SpongeBob was a children's comedy. And that's not nostalgia goggles talking. Like... Like, it is a children's comedy that adults can enjoy. And and granted, you can make the arguments of, oh, well, you know, like, it's, like, like, it had adult jokes in there and all that. And, like, yeah, fair. But, motherfucker, there are so many examples of children's cartoons and comedy things where it works. So, honestly, the defense of anyone who's making defense of Son of the Mask, first off, why man why why are you defending it who gives a shit jamie kennedy's not gonna give you a high five (laughs) but second off no you're absolutely what my co-host said you're discrediting everything pixar and disney did so go to hell look dude this movie is so bad that film critic richard roper the co-host of at the movies with roger ebert from 2000 uh, 2000 to 2008 said that in the in the several years that he co-hosted with ebert son of the mask was the closest time he came to walking out halfway through like think about that a professional movie critic who is paid to sit through this shit Almost walked out. He was like, nope, paycheck's not worth it. I'm I'm getting the fuck out of here. I get it. I get it. I get it. The fact that he didn't, he's a trooper. He's a trooper. I'm going to tell you this right now. He's a goddamn trooper. Because, oh my god, there were so many moments where I sat there and like, I was... I was literally sitting there with like my phone in my hand, taking notes, and I was going, praying to myself. I'm like, please have work call me in. <laughs> Do you understand how down you have to be to where you're sitting there at your phone hoping that you get a Microsoft Teams message going, hey, I need your help really quickly. Like, you got to be fucking, you have to be at your wit's end. And that's where I was, okay? You were just praying for that Teams notification. Just be like, God, it's me. Just do me this solid. I'm sitting there just like... Please just take like, me away from the son of the mask. I, I'm sitting there just in the back of my head going like, come on. I had to have half-assed like a presentation or something that the boss wants to wants to read me about. Because that's going to be so much better than watching poorly CGI'd babies and dogs hit each other with mallets. <laughs> no, nah, man. It was it, like me when I never got straight A's ever again. It's your mind like protecting itself. You knew you had to watch Son of the Mask. So your brain made sure you fucked up something that you'd have to get called into work. It's a defense mechanism, Mike. It's we're both victims. This is this is this is a trauma bonding scenario. <laughs> this is trauma bonding. Dude, let's look behind the scenes real quick. Oh, yeah, we got director. Yeah. Yippee. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Director Lawrence Guterman, he has directed such classics as Cats and Dogs. And that's really it. I, 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 I couldn't it. really find anything it. of note that he had also written. But let's let's go on to the star of the movie. It's Jamie Kennedy. And now, I didn't realize this until uh, a little bit too late, but 
Jamie Kennedy actually has like a whole video series on YouTube where he goes in depth on his experience making Son of the Mask. And, you know, I have to give him at least some credit because when you are in a sequel to a classic with Jim Carrey, when you got to follow up fucking Jim Carrey, you got big shoes to fill. I cannot imagine the pressure that he was feeling. And even when he was reading the script, uh, Jamie Kennedy said that he was like, yeah, this this kind of needs work. But then the studios were like, no, no, listen, you're going to be doing the Jamie Kennedy version of The Mask. You're going to be able to go to Australia. There are going to be sequels, a million dollars for this first movie. You're going to be getting paid five million for the sequel and then 10 million for the next movie. And, you know, they had plans and everything. Everything was everything was like good. And, you know, originally he wanted to play the Loki character and, you know, he didn't want to be the straight man. Then initially he said no, but then he went on the Jimmy Kimmel show, whatever he was hosting at the time and ran into a studio executive who was like, hey, why not do the movie? I think there's more money there. And then New Line freaking doubled their offer to Jamie Kennedy. So now he's getting like two million dollars to be in this movie. And then all the studios promised these big things. And he's like, yeah, I, yeah, it, the money was good. And, you know, he read the final draft and he knew it wasn't going to be good. And Jamie Kennedy even said that there is a, within the son of the mask, there is a PG-13 meet cute action film family comedy that felt epic just somewhere within the movie like in the cuts there is a two-hour cinematic cut of this movie out there somewhere and i'm so curious but also so terrified i i i'm so uncurious i'm so uncurious you know what <laughs> jamie kennedy has no goodwill with me it's he's you know what he's with nick swartzen now not at, not as far down he's not as far down as nick swartzen but he's he's fucking there but I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't care. I don't want to see the, the two-hour PG-13 cut. Now, granted, if it was an NC-17 cut of Son of the Mask and it was an hour 45, you'd have my attention. You'd have my proper undivided attention. But the fact that it's an extra 30 minutes and it bumps up to a PG-13. Oh, whoopee. One, one person says, fuck. Oh, God, stop the presses, everybody. Oh, and the fact that the fact that this dude, I I totally get that he he had two million dollars thrown in his face. I probably wouldn't have said no. I probably wouldn't go. No, I have self-respect, sir. I'd be like, sure. And I just got to pretend to get pissed on like by a by like a baby with a little like Thing. All right, sure, whatever. Fucking, I don't care. I'm like, fucking, fuck, fuck this movie. But the fact that the fact that he has a whole video series where he breaks it down and goes, you know what? There's some benefits though. Let's, you know, it's, oh, no, no. don't get me wrong. He did recognize that it's not a good movie that was released. Thank God. But he says that somewhere in like the cutting room floor, which hey. As somebody who's done some editing, your movie can either be made or broken in the in the editing bay. And is it possible here? I don't know. I mean, like, because if they had just the most cinematic fucking scene where Jamie Kennedy fights the dog and then like does a you know handsprings down the street and then. I, I like I don't know like more shit like in the original mask or 
or something to give this movie some redeeming quality. Like, first of all, why'd they cut it out? And then second of all, like, would it take, would that build up from the shit that we do see in like the bad humor? I mean, probably, probably not. I like, I just don't see a way to save this I, movie with what we're given. Yeah. And I, I understand the fact that this dude was on a fool's errand. Because he had to mm-hmm. follow up Jim Carrey. And, like, there's one Jim Carrey in the fucking world. Like, there's a hundred different people who can do a half-ass decent job at, like, uh, and no shame to Daniel Radcliffe, he's great, but, like, Harry mm-hmm. Potter. Like, there could be a there could be a few different Harry Potters, man. Like, it's Jim damn Carrey. <laughs> like, how do you follow up Jim Carrey, man? Like, and the fact that they picked Jamie Kennedy, like, they didn't pick anyone who was emotive. They picked the guy who acts like he has a stick in his ass the entire movie. The the problem isn't that they like, oh, no, Jamie Kennedy tries and misses the mark. He doesn't even try. (laughs) Well, dude, let's play a quick game of box office bonanza because, you know, if we're going to do that with any bad movie, it's going to be Son of the Mask. So, Mike, the budget for this movie Eighty four million dollars. What was the box office? God, I hope it's less. I God, I hope it's sub ten million. God, I hope it's sub ten million. God, I'm praying it's sub ten million. Ten million. You overshot it. The box office Fuck. was actually fifty nine point nine million internationally but i'll let you redeem yourself here okay you fucking you motherfucker saw this movie don't act shame don't don't hide behind the fucking camera you show your fucking self you know who you are you you morally bankrupt assholes yeah and one of them's right here uh so mike how much did this movie make domestically <sighs> 15 20 million. Uh let's go 17 million. 17 million. You're actually you are actually bang on with that. 17 million dollars. First guess nice. I that's I don't think I, that's ever happened. That's a hollow victory if I've ever had one. The one the movie that the movie that came close to completely breaking me. It's it's yeah, yippee. <laughs> <So>, woo. <laughs> I, and lastly, before we get on to the drinks, I do want to mention the Razzies that this movie was nominated for. It was nominated for Worst Picture, Worst Director, Worst Actor for Jamie Kennedy, Worst Supporting mm-hmm. Actors for Alan Cumming and Bob Hoskins, Worst Screenplay, Worst On-Screen Couple for Jamie Kennedy, and this is the quote, Anybody Stuck Sharing the Screen with Him, and yes. it actually won for Worst Prequel or Sequel, so... Yes. Yay. You, you couldn't even win a it's, Razzie movie. Congratulations. I, again, it's, you couldn't even get a freaking award for how bad you did it. That's how bad you are. You know, you, you sucked so badly that you couldn't even get awarded for shitting the bed. You think about it. You fuckwad. <laughs> Jesus, Mike. <laughs> okay, well, guys, we're going to keep moving on before Mike has a nervous breakdown. I'm going to throw it over to you now. Well, this is probably a bad idea. Mike, <laughs> let me ask you, if Son of the Mask was a drink, what would it be and why? 
All right, all right, strap in, you selfish sons of bitches. All right, you know what's you know, what's the key part of Son of the Mask? It's got a baby in it. So grab baby formula, grab a glass, however big, however small. Who cares? Fuck you. All right, pour in half of the glass. Just baby formula. Just baby formula. Half the fucking glass. Oh, what are we going to do with the other half? Well, a quarter of that is vodka now. Because this movie is vodka. And it's shitty vodka. It is the vodka that's got dust on it. It's the vodka that you find at a shitty liquor store that you grab and hold to the per- hold at the cash register and go, I'd like this one. They go, oh shit, we still stock that? That's the kind of vodka. So pour in a quarter of that son of a bitch. The rest of it, oh my god, it's the mask. The mask is green. The whole thing is green. It's nauseatingly colorful. It looks like it looks like someone turned the saturation up to eleven. Pour in the other half with sour apple pucker. Stir it, shake it. I don't care. Incorporate it. And I want you to full ear pain blast the sounds of babies crying as you drink it. And that's my goddamn drink. Okay, short, straight and to the point. Um, <laughs> Mike, go talk to somebody, please. As your friend, I am petty. <laughs> I'm going to be in anger management after this. <laughs> Just fucking baby formula and sour apple. <laughs> and, vo- and vodka. How- <laughs> That's, I, don't, I don't want to drink that one ever. It's sour, milky, and alcoholic. It's everything you need. <laughs> Okay, Mike, sure, fuck it. Here we go. My drink. I actually did not go with vodka. I think you know which one I went with, though. So this is a bad, bad movie. You're going to be getting a bad cocktail. But first things first, take your glass, put some lime on the edge, and then rim your glass with crushed up Smarties, because it's a kid's movie, you see, but not a good one. Okay, next. For me, like Mike, so some people were going to say vodka, but I'm going to say tequila because the movie is trying to be silly. But this tequila is going to be expensive. You know, so is this movie. I'm not a fan of this tequila. It's sugary, flat. I don't like it and it gives me a nasty hangover. Kind of like Son of the Mask. So grab an ounce and a half of Terramana tequila. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Uh-huh. I said it. Yeah. Next. We need wackiness, insanity, zany with a mask and a baby. What is that for the Messed Up at Midnight podcast? You already fucking know. Melon liqueur. Plus, it's also green. Three ounces of melon liqueur. Actually, it's trying to be so zany. Fuck it. Six ounces of melon liqueur. And we have humor in this movie with a baby and a dog. And it's not unique. There aren't any like different approaches with the comedy. It's just the same painful, unfunny jokes you've ever seen so grab yourself a jar of spicy pickles pour in three ounces of spicy pickle juice and why not just drop a pickle in there i'm honestly surprised this movie didn't have a pickle joke like seriously like I mean, I don't know, it's a kid's movie loki he's in this movie and uh he's like an angsty teenager because his dad doesn't love him what do angsty teenagers drink whatever they can so let's say pour in some cheap beer just go and pick some up at a gas station budweiser bush pbr doesn't matter just something that's cheap then pour in like three ounces finally adhd with this movie toss in a scoop or let's be real here two 
of pre-workout. A C4 will do, but something high energy. Stir it all up, and then, yeah, that's this movie. Dwayne Johnson, you made such a fucking awful tequila. I'm out for blood this episode. <laughs> Fuck Terramana tequila. That's an awful tequila. It's uh, you. It's we're never going to get sponsored by Terramana tequila anymore. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, I mean, if I mean, do we want to? Yeah. <laughs> I'll shell out your. I'll shell out your shitty tequila. But Max, back to your cocktail. I knew. I fucking knew. Midori. The moment I saw the I, I saw this movie's color palette. I just went. Oh, here comes the Midori. I just went, here comes the Midori. It's, and, I mean, damn, the pre-workout is worrying. I'm going to tell you that right now. That amount of pre my heart's going to be thumping. I'm going to be vomiting. Like, oh, God. With the taste of sugary tequila, pickles, and Smarties. Lovely. It's gonna be. It's so. It goes down so smooth. The pickle. It's like. It's like if you're if you drink it too fast. It's like the pickle almost stops you because it hits your throat. You're like. <laughs> it's like your own. Oh what? You're gonna. You you gagged for a little bit. Is something wrong, Max? You see the pickle. It's actually so you choke and you die. So exactly, this, exactly. This you're, you're, you shed your mortal coil and you get to go somewhere where you don't have to watch Son of the Fucking Mask. All right, guys. Well, go go grab some Midori or some baby formula, and maybe at the same time, and let's talk about Son of the Mask. So, guys, we got a brand new format. We're going to go through, talk about the positives, negatives, then give our overall opinions, and then get into spoiler territory. To be honest, I don't really have much for the spoilers, so fuck it. We're going to see what happens. Mike, do you have a single positive thing that you can say about Son of the Mask? It's got Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Israel Kame something, something, something. The, the, fat, the fat Hawaiian guy who did the ukulele thing. Beautiful song. Absolutely beautiful. Highly recommend it if you've never heard it. Um, the rest of this movie can go to the darkest depth of hell. Let, let, let me try. Let me try to come up with some positive things. Uh-huh. By the way, these things that are positive, they're not good. They're just better than everything else in the movie. Like Trailer Howard as the wife. Like her performance, it didn't annoy me which is a low bar for a movie as something as something like I could say like, yeah, I like this about this movie because it wasn't, it didn't annoy me. And want to know what else was kind of fun? This movie hasn't had a member of the Obama administration in it in Cal Penn. He doesn't really do anything, but you know, it's not really a positive. It's just like a novelty that like, Hey, someone of Obama's administration is in this movie playing a character. Yeah, it is odd to see Cal Penn in this because I'm like, oh, what are you doing, bud? I'm like, oh, you're better than this, man. I know you're better than this. You you were in Harold and Kumar at this time. What, what the fuck is going on, bud? You this, you didn't need to do this. Didn't need to do this. You were doing good stuff. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> and I will say, the te- I think the technical aspects, I'm referring to like the audio and the video and like some of the shot compositions, it was at least 
competent, you know, though the movie does lack contrast. It's very bright, not a whole lot of shadows, which, you know, I guess can kind of be expected for kids movies, though. One shot, I will say this is a negative, by the way. One shot was so abundantly, clearly reversed. So like you would see it was like the shot of the baby, like leaning down to pick up like the dog after it went through like this trap. And then just him standing up is just the same shot but reversed and i'm like you, you can clearly tell he like does a little bounce thing like it's, what the fuck it's it's so lazy it's so lazy there's so many of those little pieces in the movie but, but well, yeah that, I, that one's a an offender well i will say the movie did not do itself any favors because one of the rules of making movies is do not work with children or animals and this movie did both and it had both of those be the center of its premise the centerpiece i i i'm i'm at a loss i'm at a loss and you chose the and you made a dog horribly annoying the fact like man's best friend fido usually when an animal is on screen in a movie even a bad one I got a soft spot for it. Glitter was a painful thing, but the moment I saw fucking mittens come out on screen, I was like, hey there, bud, good to see ya. Like, it was a nice reprieve. The fact that I saw, whenever I saw this dog, I got dread. Speaks volumes to the pain that was inflicted upon me. Okay, so I guess we can just go right on to the negatives, which, Mike, I don't know where you want to start, but where I had my start is the VFX. Mm-hmm. More specifically, the baby, because holy shit, this thing is so terrifying. It is creepy. It is It is the uncanny valley effect because when you can obviously tell when they cgi the baby they're trying to make it it feels like they're almost caught in the middle between whether or not they want to make it cartoonishly ridiculous or if they want to make it super grounded as if it's actually the baby doing it so what you have what you have because they didn't choose a lane you have this weird just half real half wax doll thing just doing the freaking the freaking wb frog thing where it does the hello my baby hello my honey sort of crap it's it's so weird and uncomfortable and what you what else the worst thing for me with the baby is it's not the moments where the baby's actually doing crazy ridiculous shit it's where the baby's just being the baby and then you just see a part of its face contort or a part of its body contort that's the worst for me because it feels like they like there's one where it's the baby's mouth and only the mouth is weird because the baby's like making making faces and stuff like that mm-hmm. it literally is like it's literally like those things you see on tiktok where someone put their own mouth moving over someone else's like don't like paused picture you know what i mean 
Yeah, it's got it, like the Henry the Henry Cavill mustache thing going on from the it, super from that one Justice yes, League movie. Exactly, exactly. So you're kind of just stopped going, what in the fuck are we doing? Yeah, because it's like if today we have movies like Justice League where the faces and parts of them don't look natural, you bet your ass we didn't have that in 2005. And I agree with you, dude. The most creepy shit is just this normal baby head, but just a CGI mouth just saying, mother. It's just it's horrifying. Creepy. It's I creepy. hate it. Dude, dude, I'm telling you right now, like the, the shit that – the baby did a great job at being fucking weird as shit. Not in like the ha 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 thing or being like the whoa slapstick comedy. It's supposed to be a little creepy. No, no, no. In the like, I want to kick it. I want. I want to fucking kick the baby. I want to. I want to kick the child. It's like the one scene where it's like the guy sitting there just being like. Being like, I'm taking you to an exorcist, and then the baby fucking oh turns God. its head 360 and just starts grinning at him. I'm like, I'm like, that's not funny. That's not funny. That's just creepy. Dude, I'm that like, shit I'm just was like, terrifying. I'm like, I'm like, I was, I'm like, fuck this baby. <laughs> I saw that. And I was like, how did that not like leave me with trauma as a child? What the fuck was I doing? Yeah. Like, was I just like look away for a moment when that happened? Because I know that shit would have scarred me. Absolutely. And Speaking of scars, let's look at the other side of this, like, dynamic with looking at the creepy dog. It's also fucking terrifying. I would much rather look at, like, a CGI Scooby-Doo for 20 hours straight than look at this creepy CGI dog for one minute. Like, I hate it. I I, I hate the dog. It's like... It's. It feels like they just, with this dumb baby dog duo, and the fact that they allot 20 to like 30 minutes to just them beating the brakes off of each other, it just felt like they did. They needed to pad for time because they were at 57 mm. minutes, and they're like, come on, we need to put in like a scene to get, mm. get us up to like 90. This is getting ridiculous. And one guy had Tom and Jerry in the background and went, boss, I got a fucking great idea just now. It's it literally feels like like a ham-fisted duo with no back and forth chemistry, anything interesting between the two of them. It doesn't feel like it feels like they just it feels like they just looked at each other, pointed at each other and like Peter Griffin and the fucking chicken just started beating each other up for no reason. Like it's just it's stupid and it's ugly and it's weird. Yeah, dude, it's literally just trying to be 3D Tom and Jerry at like just a fucking for like fucking 15 minutes and it just sucks. I hate it. It's just not entertaining. I feel nothing towards either of these characters and it's just like images on a screen that it's pretty much fucking Coco Melon. Like that's all it is. It's dude, just bright lights on a fucking screen. It's like Coco Melon, but if it was designed by R.L. Stein, if he was on a fucking drug binge, like it's it's just creepy and weird. And the thing is, is like at no point do you begin to root for either of the things. Like like the baby, no, you fucking hate the baby. The baby <laughs> off rip, you were like, I hate, I hate whatever that is. The dog, at least at the beginning, the dog, you're like, 
all right, it's a normal dog so far. But because it's a mask movie, you're just filled with dread being like, I know something's going to go weird with the dog. You're like, something's going to fucking happen to the dog. It's like, it's like, it's like if you're to see, you just see a big red countdown timer. Every time you look at the dog, you're like, oh no, something's going to fucking happen to the dog. And it's just, oh yeah, it's just awful, awful, awful stuff. Just that, just the baby's smile and the dog's green face are going to freaking haunt my nightmares. (laughs) But speaking of green, let's talk about masked Tim. Why? Why is his? Why does he have fake hair in the original mask? Which I, I understand it's it's its own movie. Whatever, it's trying to play by its own set of rules. But you tried to give him plastic hair, and like that just looked weird. Jim Carrey's mask was already bald. Why not just? do that shit again that's a a little design thing but fuck it also why is he talking like a shitty elvis impersonator like i don't understand the mask stuff here feels so forced it doesn't have that charm that jim carrey's mask has and it feels like that jamie kennedy has the mask makeup on and he's trying to do a jim carrey impression while having a gun pointed to his face and he's not allowed to like move his eyes at all. No, yeah, exactly. He sounds like he sounds like Elvis on like freaking Oxycontin. Like he talks, he's like, hey, say baby. And you're like, the entire time, it's just this slow, weird, deep like swinging sort of talk and you could obviously tell that jamie kennedy is pretending to be jim carrey because jim carrey's in a freaking league of its own when it comes to faces and and like like physical acting Mm -hmm. he because jamie kennedy falls short and i guess tries to like fucking forge his own path or some crap like that he he acts like he has a stick in his ass while being emotive it's so weird because he'll make the movements, but you look at his face, and the entire time you're like, "This is weird." You're like, "It feels like it feels like a wooden, like a wood figure that is doing this." It doesn't feel natural in any way. It's so fucking weird. And yeah, the hair stuff is odd. Like, why the fuck did they give him hair? Like, like. That doesn't make any goddamn sense in any capacity. It's they shoehorn so much garbage in. And also, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna freaking I'm having a moment. The, the Have fact a moment, that, Mike. The Let yourself feel these things. I, I'm yeah, exactly. The fact, the fact that they had the nuts to rehash shit from the original mask movie. I'm like, I'm like, fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. The fact that they had the fact that they rehash shit is just offensive to me because it feels like it's just it feels like it's just dusting off the skinned husk of Jim Carrey and they're putting putting it on and hoping that they can go five minutes without anyone noticing anything. And also, Matt, the mask, Tim, he's gone for like he's at the beginning and then he's like at the very end. He's and not even there. He's he's not even fucking there. He's not. It's, well, and it's not the alien. He's not a bad guy. He's he's the main thing. He's the attraction. And he's not fucking there. 
But I will say that, like, I know this movie is called Son of the Mask, so it's like, you know, it's about the the baby for whatever for whatever it's worth. But, like, the stuff with Masked Tim, it wasn't like Jim Carrey's, and it, let's be real here, it wasn't good, but it was just way better than the other shit in the movie, and it felt more like a kind of a mat, kind of like a The Mask fan film, which... I personally think would have been a little bit better than this movie. It really, I don't know. On one hand, I'm like, yeah, let's keep the mask. But on the other hand, they're trying to do something different. So I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't fucking know with this movie, Mike. I just, you didn't need to know. bring a baby. You, you didn't need to bring a baby into it. I'm telling you right now, you could have just had the mask all over again. You could have just, you could have just, you finished the record. You could have just picked up the needle, brought it back to the outer edge, and dropped it. You did not need to find something new to play. It could just been the same goddamn thing, and it would have been a four and a half out of ten. And you know what? That's not good, but it's forgettably profitable. It's well, forgettably dude, cause, profitable. Because they were going to make a sequel called The Mask 2, like, but you know, this was in the works like a little bit after the original Mask. But I mean, if, I don't know if you heard about this, but Nintendo Power, the magazine actually held like a contest and the first prize was going to be a walk on role for the mask Two. now the project ended up getting canceled and you know the whole thing got shelved. I don't think the person was actually in some of the mask because it wasn't for the actual property, but there was a plans for the mask Two, which kind of sounds a little bit more, you know, like a continuation of the mask story, whereas this one is just kind of like. What if we gave the mask to a baby and just a room of executives just start clapping like, yes, exactly. That's what we want. Yeah. Why? Why? Why doesn't my family talk to me? Anymore? Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just it's just they're amid you. You can just sit there and just imagine to yourselves the 10 portly fat old white dudes doing cocaine and they're just like, yeah, let's make a baby do the Jim Carrey bit. And they're like, hell yeah, Todd. And he goes, my kids don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> it's just it's just this awful fucking fever dream executive studio idea. <laughs> well, dude, some of the other visuals that I did want to point out was, first of all, uh, Loki as a bee with teeth. Weird. flying through a hospital that shit was like i was like god the b movie looks really fucking weird so now <laughs> it's it's yeah you're like oh my god it's jerry seinfeld oh my god why don't you go back to trying to date a high schooler and then we also got ben stein's floating head at the beginning of the movie also at the oh beginning of god. the movie why? <laughs> Why well, do no, we have Ben that's, Stein? <laughs> well, because he was in the original one, you know, got to have it's, that continuity, oh, even though the movie yeah, does yeah. nothing with it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and another thing that was introduced at the beginning of the movie is what I call Loki's final form, which kind of looks like a uh, new metal kiss cover band from the late 90s as the lead singer. It just looks fucking weird. And, uh, then this creepy ass fucking nightmare sequence of Tim Avery just continuously getting handed babies that have fangs and like it's terrifying and even traumatized me as a kid. 
What it's that's <laughs> that's the best contraceptive, you know. As they were, <laughs> they were just like they were like, you know what? We don't need none of this. We don't need none of this sex ed things. We can just show them that one scene from Son of the Mask, and that'll get everyone to fucking slow down a little bit. <laughs> Well, dude, was there anything else you want to talk about with the visuals or because I got some things I want to say about oh. the acting. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so fucking ready. Uh, I'm done. I'm done with the fucking visuals. Dude, so let's start off by looking at the man himself, uh, Jamie Kennedy. Uh, yeah, he's just kind of playing a man child dad, and there's nothing really that stand out about his performance. I mean, I've seen him, you know, do acting and scream and he's a little bit more emotive there. So maybe just the movie or the script that was written or the editing just didn't give him that opportunity to be like real zany and wild. But yeah, not not the best, not the not the best in Son of the Mask. No, yeah, no, he's, he, he sucks. I, I remember him in Scream and he was solid in Scream. He wasn't the best. By no stretch of the imagination, would he have been my choice for a main star amongst the cast and scream? No. Just no. But in any case, he's here. And it's he either dropped the ball hard or the writers told him to tone it down, which was horrible. Either way, my God, he sucks. And he was written in the worst way he is an annoying man baby and it's not like he's like oh he has childish tendencies or oh he's not ready to let go of being you know young yet Mm -hmm. and like be and like you know do the whole grow up be a father thing because you know everyone's done every movie has because that would that would have that would have mike that would have substance and this movie doesn't want to have substance They just want him to be a man baby for being a man baby's sake. And they give him all of the man baby traits too. They're like, oh, he's got to be a cartoonist who plays too many video games. He he talks to his dog more, more than he talks to his wife. And you're like, you're like, why are we doing this to this guy? Also, I'm going to do a hard damn pivot. His wife, I know you said that she is not annoying. And you're correct. She's not annoying. You know what she is though? She's horribly written. The woman's, all of the woman's lines are about how badly she wants to make babies and how badly she, and how much she loves her baby. Like this woman is so like a, a fat white guy or just some shutting came up with this, with this woman's dialogue because she, this woman, my, this woman has all of the, all of the emotion in depth of a conveyor belt with the word baby written on it. Like it's, it's, it's so bad, but Hey, the actress, the actress made lemonade and like, she can, she made herself not hateable. So you're like, okay, fine. It's you are the best out of this. I mean, trailer Howard was like the one that didn't get nominated for a Razzie. Also, I forgot to mention this during the uh, visuals of this, but when everyone's continuously handing uh, Jamie Kennedy babies in that one scene, we just cut to trailer Howard just fucking shooting out fetuses like it's nobody's <laughs> business. It's like a, it's like like a base, like a batting machine, like like it's just just firing them suckers out at a ninety down the down the center. <laughs> But dude, let's also talk about Loki, the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Alan Cumming, he was in Spy Kids. I know he can do goofy, but like 
they just didn't give him like anything in this movie. Like what, what the fuck is this? Exactly. What the fuck is this? Is he like supposed to be like a more edgy Skeletor? What the fuck is this man's whole thing? Like it's, it's so weird. Like, he gets his powers a, from his gelled black spiky hair. It's, it's dude, why dude, why does he look like he looks like he's out of hackers? Like it's he dresses in all black leather with buckles everywhere, and he has black spiked hair like he's an anime character. It's so fucking weird. And the last character I wanted to I wanted to mention, I know Mike probably has more thoughts he wants to share because let's be real here. Michael Flaherty has a lot of thoughts about the film Son of the Mask. Uh, Bob Hoskins as Odin. I thought he would have learned after playing Mario, but clearly not. He just needed a fucking paycheck. Nope. Nope. One thing I've learned from watching from from watching these movies. One thing I've learned is is. Old male actors who have a lot of goodwill and pedigree behind their careers will happily toss it into the garbage can <laughs> towards the end of their careers. Oh my god, we have De Niro, we have Max von Sydow, we have Bob Hoskins, we have Christopher Walken. My fucking lord, no one gives a shit when you're over the age of 68. But occasionally they will try, and then we get rolls and we're like, there we, where the fuck was that? Exactly, exactly. You sit there and turn to Robert and go, okay, so you actually know what you're doing, so stop doing bad grandpa. (laughs) Dude, let's move on to the writing, dude. I am generous when it comes to writing and, like, especially, like, kids' comedies, because I'm like, okay, I will allow you movie one fart poop slash poop joke maybe two if they're both like really funny but no movie you you don't even hit the one poop or fart joke that you that i'm allowing you and you don't hit the rest of the jokes that you make either like the writing and the jokes in this movie it's just literally like think of this scenario it was like what would be funny like if we gave a baby the mask superpowers and you write down like the first five things that come to mind and that's what they throw in this movie there's nothing like fun or unique or any they don't go in like a a unique direction or unique spin it's just the same literally like okay like i see a joke set up i'm like this is gonna be the punchline it's the fucking punchline i what are what the fuck are you doing movie (laughs) what the fuck see i'll build on that I'm going to fucking build on that. The movie between like, like it lays out 10 to 15 minutes worth of jokes in 20 seconds for you. And it doesn't sugarcoat it a little bit. It literally tells you beat for beat. What's going to happen. You literally, you and the damn baby sit down and watch the freaking, the, the fucking frog with the top hat. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. You watch the OG cartoon where that frog is from and you watch it start to finish and you go and the baby and you, it zooms in on the baby and the baby just smiles and you go, oh, okay, so that's just what we're going to do. And that's what we do. And I'm like, movie. Come on, man. Like, you could have at least tried to have the baby do something different or the man-child 
just actually go in a different direction and the baby has to improvise. Dude, I'm freaking laying out jokes like the like the cardinal sin of what you're supposed to do with mm. jokes. And straight up, I, do, I don't care. I don't care. Like, you are... You can't lace it out clearly and then just follow it. You have to do something weird or different. Well, dude, they are painfully unfunny like i did not laugh once with this movie and you might be thinking okay the jokes might not hit but like you know the story they might be like okay well what about the story you know is the story at least good no the story isn't suffice enough to carry this movie and when you're when this movie is relying so much on the jokes and they're not funny and you don't have a story to back that up your movie's gonna fail Utterly, and that's what happened right here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the story is so uncompelling. It's it, it doesn't. The story is so half-assed. It's literally just manchild has to grow up. Manchild doesn't want to grow up. The wife says, "Babies, babies, babies." Baby comes around. Loki goes, "I like baby." And 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 Manchild has to go, but that's my baby. There you go. That's the story. It's it's nothing compelling. It is, and the fact that the characters are written the way they are, you're kind of just sitting there, just beating your head against a wall, going like, "I swear to God, someone's got to do something interesting. Someone's gotta, someone's gotta do something other than a half-assed pee joke." Like, what please. Did- you brought up a you brought up a good point though, because this movie it goes from like, hey, we're not gonna have a baby, and then like fucking nine months fly by like nothing, and then oh, baby, baby's here, isn't that so cool? The pacing in this movie it's just not good. The concept, what is the concept of time in this movie? We jump around like crazy, and it appears like no time has passed at all because like okay, initially Jamie Kennedy he gets a promotion up to the second floor, and then he finds out oh. His wife's pregnant. And then it just seems like uh, the next week at his job, like nothing's happened. And uh, yeah, we just fucking skip over nine months like it's nothing. But this movie presents it as like a few days have passed. Oh, yeah. The movie loves pivoting. The movie loves pivoting. It goes, oh, my God, we forgot about this storyline. Time to wrap it up. And then they just, instead of wrapping it up, they just stretch it out longer. And then they go, oh, shit, we have so many ideas with this. We got to circle back to it. And then it goes to somewhere else. And it is just nonstop that for like 90 minutes. There's no resolution ever. Oh, my God. Well, dude, with this movie, we got bad direction, we got bad acting, we got bad writing. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to mention before I get into my very brief overalls? Uh, I yeah, n- no we we covered we covered everything. We covered everything. Let's get to our overalls because it's going to be, I think, no more than five seconds. Uh, yeah, my overall is a uh, very simple. Uh, do not watch this movie if you absolutely have to make it a movie for. But I'd say don't do it. <laughs> uh, my overalls. Fuck this movie. There you go. Uh, okay. It's it's, it's uh, you know what it's if you're gonna freaking twist my arm. And you are like, come hell or high water, ah, we're watching this movie. Don't, don't, don't get so drunk you can't see. 
do crack or something and watch this movie. <laughs> I don't know, man. Do, do <laughs> you heard it here first? Liquor. Michael Flaherty is encouraging you to smoke crack. Okay, just do something different. Maybe that'll help. Like just, just you know, take a whip, ride the ice pony. <laughs> uh, I don't really. And by the way, I don't have much for spoilers. Because you can see the conclusion of this movie coming a mile away. So this is your, like, spoiler warning. Um, Yeah, so Jamie Kennedy gives the mask back and everybody lives happily ever after. Uh, That was very so anticlimactic because Jamie Kennedy's like, oh, yeah, just here you go. Just, you know, just fucking take it. I don't want it anyways. And that's it. Yeah, that's the worst part. There, there's, there's no fight. Like... With with Loki versus the mask, you expect there to be like a freaking cartoonish slobber knocker. Like, well, they tried to they tried to do that, but it just yeah. it just kind of ended in a draw. And then they're like, "Oh, we'll let the kid decide." And you know that could be a very big emotional thing if you set it up right. But the problem is this movie didn't, so it just kind of ended up being just this. Okay, here we're trying to be heartfelt. We're trying to be heartfelt, and you're like, I feel nothing about exactly. uh, any of this. Yeah, you just see Jamie Kennedy very like dramatically rip off the mask, and he's like, he's like, he's like, son, it's me, your father. Heart to heart, I I love you. You you help me grow, and I'm like, damn. If I didn't scream about how much I hated your existence, I would feel something. But unfortunately, this movie uh, made me feel nothing. And oh, yeah, it ends with uh, us finding out that I don't even know what the wife's name is, uh, is pregnant again. And then the baby winks at the camera. And I'm like, wait that why that 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 felt it's, very like what what i it's no no it's okay i'm glad you saw that too because i just I, I just saw that and i was just like i just just i just got chris chan just hit me square oh in the face and i was like i was like oh my god no 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 i was like oh my god no <laughs> unexpected chris chan I, I never thought that would happen on the podcast yes <laughs> god <laughs> well, dude, uh, I can't. You know, I can't think of a better way to end this. End us talking about Son of the Mask than with a Chris Chan joke. Uh, so, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I don't, Mike, do you have anything else you want to say before I so rudely cut you off? Watch the mask, man. You don't need to watch Son of the Mask. And if you want to, you don't, man. You really don't. You know, Mike. I think next week we should cover this movie again. I don't think we went enough in in depth with it. Absolutely. We're going to have an, uh, we're, you know what? Stay tuned for the bonus hour where we just rant about the other things we hate about this movie. It's, it's just going to be unfiltered. It's going to get raw. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Messed Up at Midnight podcast. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You guys know the deal. Stay up to date with what we got going on. And uh, let's hope Mike um, mentally recovers from us talking about Son of the Mask. I hope to see him next week. I'm going to go to therapy and come back. Y'all pray for me. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see y'all next week. See you next week, everybody.